Why why us worm? Why are we doing it? We're probably doing are we doing this for our wives' benefit? Uh, get us out of the house. house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wildus. And I'm Worm. And welcome back to Wild on the Wing. You let's go. This week on the show, we're going to review the first episode. We're going to have a look around the leagues, what's going on. Award the coveted first player of the week. We're going to see what's happening uh, this week of footy, this weekend. Discuss Worms attire at the launch of it. Jeez, you should have seen that. We have our special guest with the Latrobe's record-breaking Adam Jiffy Jeffrey. And just a reminder that this week's episode is dedicated to all those winner footy parents getting the kids to frosty morning games. Here's cheers to you. Radio. Let's crack into it. Welcome back. Episode two, Way Out on the Wing. Wilders, mate, did you think we'd um, we'd be back to record a second episode? I was pretty confident because we did line Tubes up for a second episode, so we maybe now got to get to three because just a heads up, Tubes isn't on this one. So if you want to stop listening now, it's just us. Oh, no. Look, we've got some... Uh, we've got- one great guest to have a chat to later on, but before we get to that, mate, um, how's your weekend? Did you get out to the footy? Did you have a look? Obviously, you got the kids' football, but um, yeah, what'd you get up to, mate? I did get the football. I managed to fit football in on both Saturday and Sunday, so went up to the Snake Pit for uh, an NTFA Premier Division, Rocha Lee versus uh, Hillwood in the Battle of Windermere. Uh, and then managed to sneak into a couple of uh, NTFA Division 1 games as well, just to, just to see what was going on. And then made the long journey to Scottsdale this morning. Pretty cool. Tell you what, she was minus three, minus four coming up the sideline. I was a bit worried about black ice heading up to Scottsdale. But once we got up to Scottsdale, sun was out. Kids were ready to run out. Beautiful day for football up there. So what about your good self? Uh, I did see the video on the way up to Scottsdale. I'm presuming that was one of the kids taking that and not you driving. Absolutely. Yeah. My, my right-hand man, the under-12 man, was uh, was Ned was sorting that one out for me. So it was quite nice. He's, he's good on that now. Excellent. No, mate, I had a good good weekend. I um, I was down at the uh, down at the NTCA as well because um, my eldest had, uh, had basketball. So I quickly ducked over. And watch the the NTFAW game there between uh, second place Bridge North and uh, Old Scotch, who were sitting third, I think, before the game or fourth. So um, pretty one sided event in the end. So Old Scotch, um, yeah, performed really well there. It was there till about three quarters, and then then um, nicked off and and played golf for the afternoon. Actually, so that was great. Um, except my skill level wasn't so good. And then uh, today. I had the even longer trip out to East Coast, down to St Helens, um, to see the under the under twelves down there, which was great. And um, it's actually the first time I've been at St Helens. I know they've been in the NTFA comp, but I always seem to miss those games um, when they came in. I was away. I wasn't a good traveller, so it was the first time I've been to, to the, the ground, to the recreation ground yeah, at St Helens. Yeah, first time I've actually been there, and it's not too bad. It was a bit soft underfoot, but. Um, yeah, it uh, was a good, beautiful ground. How was, and they, they how was the on. canteen? Um, no, we, we swung through the bakery on the way uh, on the way Jeez, in. That's almost a cardinal sin. Yeah, no, we, we insane we, that I did. We did exactly the same today in Scottsdale, and guess what? Bakery was closed. Yeah, that's not good. That's no, we got burnt. Mis- we got mi- burnt. Rookie mistake there, mate. So anyway, we're back for week two, and mate, it's a um, it's good to see. And look, I've I don't know about you, but I had lots of feedback, even for the. 45 minutes I was down at the NTCA and I caught up with a few people on Saturday evening and had a, a bit of positive feedback but um, as you know I'm a, I'm a numbers man I like I like my numbers and did you know I've had a look at the analytics we are this podcast way out in the wing is the fastest growing sports podcast in Australia last week uh, talking about local footy well it's a god given I don't you, I'm not surprised by that at all no well, look, I don't I, I think those 14 people that listen to it <laughs> No, it was more than that. We actually, we actually, we st- did the stats just before coming uh, and recording this, and two hundred and thirty downloads. Mate, that's awesome. So there's, there's two hundred and thirty <laughs> sets of bleeding ears out there somewhere. Does it know how many listened to the hundred percent the whole way through? No, it doesn't give us that it's yet. Prob- but probably a good thing. But I'll, well, they had to get through tubes. Yeah. Yeah, and that was worth listening to if you haven't heard already. So but- well, if you are a week late coming to it, you've missed the party. 
but you can still join in. The launch episode was last week, and you can you can always listen back to your favourite podcast platform. The only thing is, we're hitting a bit of a delay, and I'm not sure if it's anything to do with us, but. Apple Podcasts is um, not necessarily towing the line with getting it up at the moment. So, it may well have something to do with the attire that you rolled out at our launch event last Tuesday. That was a no cameras event though. Well, yeah, but we had the media there. What have you got? Well, (laughs) now, I'm not sure whether you remember too much of the night because you did tip a couple of Van Diemen Pale Ales in. Okay, but I've got a little one here for you. That I'm gonna, we'll throw it up on social media, but this is your attire <laughs> at the launch event, and I'm a little bit worried that the number of costume changes my wife, that you my threw wife in did there. warn me that she, you'd shown her that, and uh, she said, I haven't seen it up on social media yet. I said, oh, I'm sure he's got something. No, well, so very, for, those that, for those that haven't seen it, we had a very minor launch event last Tuesday and Worm decided to go through about nine costume changes in typical Worm fashion. You Make your own mind up for what he's thrown in there. Do so. you do any work? Well, you, we've just, thrown up, of, we've just yeah. thrown up another video, one of us doing research, so make up the, your own mind The there. amount of time you spent on this stuff is great, but no, it is good to see. But look, Will, the, um, back to a more serious note, mate, the... I was I was pumped with the um, with the Twitter statistics. Now, um, obviously, we get it. We get a lot of numbers coming through on that, but probably a few things that stood out for me is the followers, the 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 increase in followers. I think we're at thirty five. But of of note of the followers, the big head honcho of AFL Taz, Damien Gill, Gilly, our mate Gilly, reached out, sent us a DM. He's in our DMs. He sent us a message saying. Great to have the content and was looking forward to listen. So, Damien, we'd love to have you on board. Um, well, it's just it's nice to get one acknowledgement, but two pretty much approval from the head honcho. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, we are ticking boxes left, yeah. right and centre. And, and we're expanding. I saw um, Albie, Alistair Nicholson. He gave us a follow. Uh, ABC Sports uh, commentator, one of the best in the business. I saw um, David O'Byrne, potential leader of the opposition party. I haven't seen Mr Gutwin follow us yet but um if uh if david's doing it and he gets that that role then look out and um we've actually branched out over to the other side of the world we're, we're in week two and we're already international we are we are now followed by the north texas devils i did see that come through <laughs> australian uh, australian afl team oh sorry us afl team uh based out of texas so uh welcome aboard fellas we hope that we can fill you in on All girls um, all girls and girls. Uh, yeah, wasn't. Are they? Do they have a girls? Team? I'm not sure. I think I, I feel a bit bad that they know about us, but we we'll, haven't we'll known do, about them. We'll do a bit of research. But here's a shout out. They they run with the Devils attire, the um, which us Tasmanians are all synonymous with. So welcome aboard, and great to have you. You're following, so you can you can find us on all the socials. Way Out Wing, uh, Twitter, Facebook, on the gram where you put your um, funny home videos on. So yeah, looking oh, mate, forward to seeing more of them. You're the star of them. A uh, couple of things I've got from the first episode. An apology? Yeah, I've got the first one off the bat is I've got an apology to Tyler Mitch Carter. Okay. Now, I, I was trying to work out, I was going through my brain, why did I call Tyler Carter, who badly dislocated his ankle last week uh, and hopefully gets back and playing, but there's a chance that he won't. Um, I was trying to work out why on earth I got him confused and called him Mitch Carter. Nerves, first episode nerves. Now, you know what it was? Look, I've, I've done a bit of coaching. I used to coach, um, I was an assistant coach at North Launceston, and it was racking my brain. It's like, what is it? What is it? Who's Mitch Carter? Who's Mitch Carter? And I worked out who it was. Mitch Carter played for Kingborough in 2017, 2018. He won the two, he came from Western Australia. He won two BNFs the, the, the years he was there. At Phil Kingborough. For Kingborough. Yep. And he was absolute thorn in my backside for my forwards groups. Like, he, he was constantly thwarting our forward attacks. He was, look, a Goliath in defence under some pretty testing circumstances at, at Kingborough at that time. So, uh, he was on my still, brain the whole still time. Still playing? Uh, I think he's headed back to Western Australia. Right, um, No longer playing in Tassie. But he came over with Marcus Davies, who came right. from... They were, they were yep. at Carlton together. Uh, so... Big apology to Tyler Carter, who is not related to... Oh, they're not even Mitch related. Mate, they're not even related. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Tyler Carter, mate, two things. Sorry, 
And I hope your ankle's getting better. I hope it's not as bad as uh, what it's uh, maybe out to be. Yeah, the other like one, injuries. the other one that I've got, and I got some clarification on this. You were calling it the gravel pit, oh, the Queenstown Oval, the right. gravel pit. Now you weren't far off. Okay. Okay. You just need to drop the last word. Just gravel. The gravel. The gravel. The gravel. That's tough. Yeah. That's strong. The gravel. The gravel. So, I, I saw clarif- clarification who, who on that. from? Our good mate Wikipedia <laughs> and YouTube. <laughs> the, oh, uh, spot, pretty sure sp- there was a Tasmanian Football Hall of Fame because it's inducted into the uh, Tasmanian Football Hall of Fame, the ground, and oh, we, I, I, we, I, met, I did some research during the week. We, we should have asked Jiffy, actually. He knows. We, we'll speak to him um, later on in the... In the episode, but we should have asked. He you trained think, there, didn't play though. No, but if he knows what it's called, they would have referred to it in the third person. Surely, <laughs> <laughs> you're coming to train at the gravel. The gravel. The gravel I pit. think it's great. I, the gravel pit's good. I I'll give you credit pit. there, but the gravel, the pit, pit of doom. I don't know the gravel pit. So yeah. busters. Something. We want to hear from you. If you've got a performance, either individually or by a mate, by the team whether it be on-field or off-field, that you think we should know about, hit us up on the socials, at WayOutWing on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, or send us an email, wing at gmail.com. If you've got a fly-in player, we need to pump it up. If you've got an event, a reunion, whatever it might be, touch base with it and we'll do our best to share it amongst the Tassie footy community and make sure everyone knows about it. Yeah, well, moving into the communications sector. Now, we haven't exactly been setting the world on fire from the email front. Apart from a stack of followers, it's pretty much been crickets, Look, other than uh, Gilly sliding into our DMs on Twitter. Um, so, it's made my job as communications manager pretty easy for the week. It's You've given yourself that role? Yeah, I'll get to give that one, tick the box there. Um, but we were thinking, look, it was a cold morning this morning. It has been a couple of cold mornings and stuff. Which got me thinking. We want to we want to see your photos of the frost or the cold or the wet or the mud. Not that there's too many muddy grounds floating around nowadays. The groundsmen do a wonderful job, but it sort of got got us thinking along those lines. Send those in through us at Way Out Wing uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, or Way Out on the Wing at Gmail dot com. Uh, but we got a question. It sort of it got me thinking about a question. It's sort of what are the worst or the or the coldest or the wettest conditions that you've ever experienced? Now it doesn't necessarily mean that you've had to have played in it, um, or you might you might have been a parent there. You might have been a grandparent. You might have had your brother that you had to wait around for four hours to to work or whatever, and it snowed or whatever. Look, I'm pretty sure Tassie uh, will beat the rest of the country with regards to worst conditions. And I'm pretty sure snow and cold will feature in that. So, Worm, have you got... Uh, what's off the top of your head? Because we haven't spoken about this. No. The top of your head, the worst conditions that you've come across or seen? Yep. The, uh, I'd hate to be one of those young kids kicking the, um, kicking the ice off, off grounds at 8.30 like they were this morning. And I didn't play junior footy, so I never had to worry about that. I was, I was soccer as a kid, but, so I still probably had it, had it then. But in footy... The worst, um, the worst conditions I've had would have been uh, back when I was playing with Uni Rainbows back in the old Scholars, um, and I remember there was a game where it was either hail or snow, but a lot of wind coming at us sideways from Mount Wellington, and um, it was just... This is at Dosa or at no, Uni? No, 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 this was at, at Uni, and well, actually I could see the mountains, so that's probably why I was thinking it was coming from the mountain, but... It was it was that cold, and um, I remember at about half time, one of the a good mate um, went off with one of those uh, foil blankets. Or he, he went off, and then the, he was the bushwalking ones. Yeah, he was shivering in the in the change rooms at half time in the foil bank in on the foil blanket in the corner, um, just lying down and shivering. And I think he ended up going to hospital with pneumonia. <laughs> it's not laughing. I've had pneumonia. Is That's now. horrible. It is now. Uh, but shout out to you, Thriller. But um, no, it was a uh, yeah, that was a cold and bleak day, and that's probably yeah, off the top of my head, probably the worst that I've I've remembered. What about you, mate? You played a bit. I more, do. I, I remember a game in grade seven or eight 
uh, and I can't remember if, or I'm not sure if it's just a memory getting uh, lost out, but I remember playing in a thunderstorm, which you could just see it approaching, and it was phenomenal. We got very quick hail and stuff, um, but it just got dark immediately. It was an afternoon game, and there were like uh, uh, hail. Hail's probably the worst because you can't get away from it. There was a game at um, NTCA uh, one year, two, 2013 or something. It was horizontal hail. I Absolutely horrible. You, you, you were there? I was there with you. Were you playing? No, I was with you. <laughs> we were up out of, out of, in shelter. I remember... We may or may not have been sipping on lattes. Uh, I remember yelling out the ber- window. Berating our teammates in the opposition. Telling the man up. The hard up. Yeah, I do remember that. Oh, it, was warm, it was warm up there. It was almost too warm up there, We had t-shirts on. Yeah. There was also, did you play in the practice match? At, I think we were playing against Hutchins at Campbelltown and it got called off halfway through because it was same sort of thing. Hail, thunderstorms. Were you there then? No, I wasn't. No, yeah, no. I, think, I think we called that one off I as well. I think I'd done so. my third name. But, but I'd love to, um, yeah, I'd love to see some good, this some is, good is, set up set in the Central through. Highlands. Bothwell, ODFA, yes. I reckon, are a favourite yes. to, to take this one out. There's got to be snow photos or something of football conditions yeah, that are just abysmal. Yep, abysmal. Love to see him. That's it's great. Well, then, we might as well move on to uh, a wrap of the rounds, a wrap of the leagues. Mm. What's happened? Uh, I'll shoot off with the, uh, with the TSL. Look, it was um, the, the Clarence Ruse had a big win over, over the Glenorchy. Good to see. Uh, Ex-Brisbane man, Essendon man, Josh Green with three goals leading the way. That was a pretty tight game. Um, Glenorchy got fleeced on injuries. Um, so the so rotations were a couple of big ones there, and mm, I know that's look with Tyler Carter going down last week. <laughs> Got it right this time, mate. Uh, look, Alan Alan Christensen for Lauderdale injured his hip, and probably the worst one is Braden Webb gone down with a potential another ACL injury, potentially his third. Oh, sorry, his second uh, one that will keep him out if it is for. Oh, well, he was out for the last two years. Dr. Tatchell. Oh, mate, if you want to talk about knees and talk all night about them. Yeah, uh, we don't like injuries. No, we don't want injuries. We want all the good players playing. Uh, North Lonnie uh, probably had a closer than they would have expected game over a young North Hobart, just sort of getting over the line by a bit over 20 points. Um, Kingbra over Lauderdale down at the tip mm. was a nail-biter. That's their first win at the tip, I think. You sure? Kingbra's? Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but I think. Look, young Riley Ashland. Kicking the sealer late in the fourth. Yeah, good result. Um, look, that's that's phenomenal. And I think Lauderdale, they're just on that struggle straight at the moment. Yeah. Drop, just not delivering. They have dropped off a fair bit. Um, were they in last year's grand final, Lauderdale? No. No. no that was but, Lonnie, but, Lonnie North on That's right. But before that, they were in the previous two. and uh, Previous three. Previous three. So, yeah, they've, they've fallen away a little bit. But that happens, mate. When That happens with footy and footy clubs. So... I'm sure they'll be back, uh, back strong. Well, mate, down Hobart, it was a absolute belter at um, Newtown Oval with... Did see the scores yeah, from that one. OHA and St. Virgil's. Um, Gilly was there. Our man. Gilly our man, was there. Gilly was there but, um, and tweeting the, the scores. But, um, no, fantastic result there for OHA getting over the line by, I think it was six points in the end. Um, it, was a ma- it was a shootout. I think it was like 130 points each or around the mark. So, fantastic to see. That's that's old school footy, the way we like it. But, um, you know, good result there. Speedy standing, kicked a few. Um, so, yeah, they're, um, they're up and about OHA and they've got Swanee coming down in a couple of weeks as Swanee. well. So, that'll be a massive. June the 12th. Massive, massive weekend at the, um, the ship garden. I'm just going to come up with the Shipyard? Um, shipyard. That's Pretty better. sure it's a shipyard. Yeah. That's better. I like that. Um, container depot. Yeah. No, when we saw uh, Hutchins, they gave uh, Richmond a bit of a flogging, um, which was expected. Unfortunately, they're a bit down this this season, uh, Richmond, but they'll be right. And then another, I don't know if you'd call it an upset, but Uni got over the top of Dosa. They were sitting above them on the ladder, Dosa, but Uni uh, got over the top and now sitting um, in that fourth spot, which is pretty um, pretty important for the finals. So equal with Dosa on points, but... Um, yeah, St. Virgil's just coming back a little bit to the fray there. Uh, in the SFL, Dodgers Ferry, Fermian is a potential premiership threat. Um, they sort of, they handed out the third straight loss to uh, Hobart, Alex Gilmore's Hobart. 
So Dodgers Ferry just dodging along, if you don't mind. It's uh, a very the biggest the biggest one of the biggest football scores I've seen. A very accurate signet, annihilated, absolutely annihilated Claremont, three hundred and twenty nine oh, to zero. Ouch. 52 goals, 17. 52 goals, 17. That is straight shooting. And the former Lauderdale duo in Ryan Wiggins and Thor Boscott combined for 21 goals. Yeah, I saw Thor kick 10 or something, didn't he? So that's a that's an amazing That's 329 to zero. Yeah. You don't have you, have you ever been a part of that on the positive or the negative? That big? Uh, What's your biggest win or biggest loss? Biggest win uh, would have been a 200-point win somewhere. The biggest loss, I've had a 200-point loss where we didn't score against Lilydale. <laughs> Did you play that no, game? No, I didn't play. I was, in, uh, I was in the coach's box that day. Yeah. I was is. taking the reins somewhat reluctantly. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, and it was warranted. It was warranted. Yeah, they were dominant. Um, in the SFL women's, uh, look, there was a big win to top of the ladder uni in Division 2 and also to the Hutchins women in Division 3 retrospe- uh, respectively. So... That um, those div, div two, three divisions down there. It's, the Hutchins um, girls are going all right. It's they their, are. Uh, first, they are. first season in the competition. Yeah, well, you wait They're until the wrong. you wait until the uh, round preview. Oh, mm. looking forward to that. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. What else you got? No, no, that's, that's it. it. From, that's it for what, SFL. What about up here, mate? Up north. Uh, NTFA Premier Division. So as we mentioned, went along to see the City Tigers. Um, sort of comfortably beating. Uh, Hillwood, they put a, put together a 10-goal second quarter, which blew it away. Jordan Cousins just had it on a string. Can play. Had it on a string. Young Josh Holton. Remember Josh Holton? Yeah. So young. Yeah, young. Looked like a, moved like a 16-year-old out there. Hitting up Silky. Out of, hitting up out of full forward. Mate, anyone that... If Jordan Cousins is kicking to you, you look young. And Josh Holton looked young, moved fantastically. Sounds like you're um, eyeing a comeback. Oh, that is the last thing I'm doing. Uh, South Lonnie had a big win over Georgetown uh, with Big Bart McCulloch bagging seven. Uh, and Bracknell and Longford are... Uh, what have I written there? I can't even read my own writing. They're vying... They're, look, they're, they're, uh, they're vying for the top. I don't even know what I've written there. This is, I was trying to write this whilst Carlton were losing to Sydney. Guess who was at the Carlton game today? Um... We flew him up with the profits oh, from last week. <laughs> the profits, tubes, tubes, tubes is there. And guess where he was seated? Um, way out on the wing. He was, was he? way out <laughs> on the wing. We'll tweet a photo later on. But yeah, I was trying to write this while Carlton were losing, and it oh, doesn't make for much sense. What do you got? Uh, Div one. Uh, yeah, Div one was. There were some good games. Um, probably the the best game would have been. Well, the the expected best game would have been OLs and East Coast. Um, Team sitting before the round, I think they were second East Coast, and OLs might have been third or fourth just on percentage. And um, the OLs came out and gave an absolute bath by 50, 52 points, and, and that's without the big shoulder, big Jay Schultz, and Tom um, Chug. Tommy Chug didn't play either. So a bit of power to come back into that. I don't know if that's um, yeah why they weren't playing, but obviously a bit of power to come back into that forward line. So Alex um, Stumpy Downey had a day out. Did he? Yeah. Well, is it Alex Ronson Downey? She's lost it. Anyway, they played. They played very well. So that was uh, that was good. <laughs> good by OLs. Um, they're going to be right up there at the pointy end. And uh, some Pats. They got over the line against Bridport. I reckon. I reckon that top five's done and dusted now. So um, you're going to. We're going to hold you to that. You can hold me to it. Yeah. I, I won't tell Set you. Set concrete. I won't. I won't tell you final positions as to where they're going to finish. But the fives there. But the fives there. Yeah. Okay. Lil- Lilydale, uh, Scotch East, OLs, and then I reckon St Pat's will be um, finishing about fifth. And I would be, not that I'm a betting man, but I would make a bet on that. <laughs> So yeah, no, they're, they're, those five are a just like a little saying, bit above the rest, I think, in that comp. Is that a bit um, like saying I'm not a drinking man? No, oh, okay, definitely not. Sorry. No, but uh, yeah, no. So that that um, that comp is look, it's actually really close with the top the top five. So we've seen um, so OLs beat East Coast on the weekend. Uh, the weekend before that, East Coast beat Old Scotch. Um, the weekend before that, Old Scotch beat Lilydale. 
St. Pat's have beaten Old Scotch. So it's a very, uh, very, really close comp, those top five. I reckon it's going to be awesome come finals to see who, who turns up on home the days. Game. And, home games are critical. Yeah, I reckon. Um, I don't know if... I don't think they play home ground advantage. It's normally at Invermay Park, which will probably suit OLs or, or the or Windsor Park. But regardless, um, it'll be a really close contest. And and on the other side, I think those bottom uh, five or six clubs, what have we got? One, two, three, five, um, are always pretty close as well. I think Uni are a little bit behind, but between Bridport, Meander, Perth and Evendale, I think uh, anyone on their day can win. So um, that's pretty good. And then we, we go to the, the win- women's. Yeah, the women's... Um, the women's actually was a great, uh, well, it was meant to be a great week, and and two teams really flexed their muscle in in Old Scotch and, and Launceston. So um, they were playing top uh, top four teams as well. Um, Launceston were playing Hillwood out there, and um, yeah, they beat them quite convincingly, eighty five to seven. And Old Scotch did the same to Bridge North, Bridge North eighty one to six. So. Um, yeah, those two teams really flexing their muscle. Evidently, uh, a little bit of controversy after the Launceston-Hillwood game. Potentially. We'll leave that to, to see what happens. But, um, yeah, Georgetown, they they had a great win on uh, Friday night. They played uh, Meander Valley up there, and they got some really good really good players. Meander Valley on a Friday night. No, it was up, it was up at Georgetown. <laughs> Georgetown. Oh, that's a bit warmer than, Meander, than uh, night, Westbury so. then. Yeah, and then we saw um, Evandale play Longford, and... That game was uh, called off or forfeited during the game, and and Evendale win, ended up winning that. I'm not sure. I'm I'm presuming that was in relation to um, just numbers on the field. So we'll see what happens there. What have you got? You got to be in your bonnet about numbers on the field. Yeah, I do. Weakness, don't you? Yeah, we can get to that. Uh, look, the NWFL, uh, the Bo Sharman led Wynyard saw off a, a um, Bernie side that's still stacked with some pretty good players from the, their former TSL uh, days. The Walters brothers, brothers, Rudy Barrett, uh, Nick McKenna, Cade Monday, their record games holder. So uh, Wynyard did a good job there. They're having a good season. Devonport easily saw off Penguin. Uh, and Latrobe notched up their first win of the year. Uh, over a very, very fast winning, uh, fast finishing Olverston. Uh, Latrobe didn't score in the last quarter. Jif- and Jiffy wouldn't have been... Um, mate, would have been Jif- geez, I tell you what, they, they would have been on the edge of the seat, the uh, the Latrobe supporters mm-hmm. with the what uh, Olverston were throwing. I think it was three goals, three goals something to nothing in the last quarter. Been there. Um, We've all been there. Oh, yeah. That's, that's when you try and save a game... Yeah, Normally goes the losing. other way. Yeah, Normally goes right. the other way. Well, mate, the NWFA, uh, I think that's turned into a four-horse race as well now with fourth, uh, Wesley Vale, Morton Preston and Sheffield. They were all convincing winners again on the weekend. Fourth had a, a massive win, over 200 points. Uh, Morton Preston, uh, again, they won by over 240 points. Um, Sheffield, the same, around 200 points. So... Similar, um, it, yeah, a, a bit of a divide between the top four and the rest. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, and probably the exciting times will come for finals for that for that competition. And then um, further north, mate, we had the Darwin uh, comp. And, and, again, the top three there, I think, had pretty convincing wins. We saw Queenstown. Uh, they beat Caprona um, quite convincingly. Uh, we saw Somerset. They, they beat South Burnie, Yeoman. Uh, had a good win over Natone, and we also saw Ridley a little upset there over Yola at home. So that was, um, yeah, good to see. Good competition. Yeah, it is a good competition. Uh, the Circular Head Football Association, excuse me, <coughs> uh, Red Park over Irish Town. Uh, they put in a stunning seven goal to one first quarter, and that was pretty much stayed there uh, as the game went on. Scotch Town over Forest Stanley, who after quarter time, Forest Stanley only scored two behinds. Unfortunately, Scotchtown scored ninety-one points, Ooh. so that didn't that didn't help at all. Uh, over on the island, King Island, very strong competition over there. Uh, Grassy got over Curry in what was a fast start. They got about twenty points up at quarter time, and then just held them at arm's length for the rest of the day. I think it ended around that twenty-point mark. So nice, nice, and uh, I had a little look at the Northwest Women's as well, Wilders, and. Um yeah, some good wins there. Alveston, who's sitting on top, they uh, they got over Latrobe quite convincingly, um, which was good. And then we also saw Penguin had a win over Devonport, so that uh, cemented their spot at second on the ladder. Uh, ODFA, 
So the league that we think might have the worst conditions or potentially mm, have the capability of having the worst Absolutely. conditions. Uh, Mount Pleasant uh, with a two-goal win in a top-of-the-table clash. Uh, Bothell had a big win over Campbelltown with big Scotty Bone. He kicked 16. Yeah, the Bone Dog. The, the Bone Doctor. Bone Dog or Bone Doctor? I'm going to run with the Bone Doctor. <laughs> What was that? Oh, well, I thought you said I thought you were going to run with bone, bone Dog. Bone Dog. That slipped. No, I'm going with the Bone Doctor, but I'd love to get a nickname for, for Scotty Bone. Look, 16 goals. Uh, I don't know if our uh, mate Joe Burberry was, had, he had 11 kicked on him last week by Aaron Daly. He, he potentially, if Bones has played, if the Bone Doctor's played full forward, he's had another 16 I, kicked on I, him. I reckon he's done work. If he's kicked 16 from anywhere. Apart from full forward, he's had a day out. Well, so, maybe, is he best on? Hey, Joe, just a little bit of word of advice, mate. Maybe those pit vipers, you need to take them off so you can either see your player or the ball. But uh, just a credit to the Campbelltown boys. Like, they run out each week. It can't be easy. No. And they keep the competition alive by yep. rolling out. Absolutely. It can't be fun being beaten by um, sort of 190-odd points each week. No, but we've so, all been there. We, or most of us. Have you been there? Yeah, back at uni. We got oh, okay. flogged all the time. We had one one win one year against friends, North Hobart. I remember it. We did karate for for um, we mixed it up. We did a karate session on the Tuesday. Were you there? No, not that I recall. We played. Yeah, we'd lost all year, been flogged, and we did a karate ses- session on the Tuesday for training. I was that sore. <laughs> Didn't train Thursday at the best of times, but. Um, didn't train it Thursday. That's, I, like rolling, I, that's like rolling into cricket pre-season yeah. late in the football season. Mate, I couldn't move. And then Friday was still struggling. I went and got a massage. Saturday morning was still, still sore. Anyway, we ended up, yeah. That, sound, that sounds like my last five years of football. No, we beat, um, yeah, we beat friends and I had a massive hanger taken on my head. Um, it was huge. And I also, the game was also remembered because some bloke unfortunately kicked a uh, ball in the air and smashed a seagull out of the sky. <laughs> and died. So it was quite it died quite, on the yeah. ground. And the actually another thing from that game, I remember we were on the uh, their scoring side, their their wing, um, probably centre half, oh, half forward on on the wing, and North Hobart on the fence. And one of their supporters abused the umpire, and so the umpire gave a fifty meter, a free kick to us and a fifty meter because he kept on going, and then was out of there. Forward line, and we ended up holding on for a yeah, very very support. He wasn't small he wasn't escorted from the ground. No, no, he was great. He gave us gave us a free kick and got us up the other end. So um, yeah, what, what were we talking about? I don't did know. That, why did that come? Right, yeah. Oh, getting I think, flogged. I think you know flogged. what it's time for. Yeah. It's yeah. time for player of the week. Proudly brought to you by Van Diemen Brewing. Well, player of the week time, and haven't we got a poll for you? Do you want me to read it out to you, Worm? Let's go. What were the results? Player of the week. So we had Zachary 14 goals weeks Weeksy. in our first week of the episode. Love it. That I was pretty weak, if you ask me. Ouch. He, uh, he, he kicked another, I think he kicked another bag of six this week, Zach. <laughs> if he didn't win, up against Up against Campbelltown's Joe... Dirt Burberry, who had 11 kicked on him last week. Yeah, well, he's not going to win. He's potentially had 16 kicked on him this week. (laughs) He's not going to win. Now, our listening public has voted on Twitter. Give us the result. At Way Out Wing. Zachary Weeks didn't win. Zachary Weeks got 29% of the votes. Big Joe Dirt. I called it last week. Joe Dirt Burberry. 29 votes. That's uh, 29%. Was that the equivalent of 29 votes? 71% of our listeners and Twitter pollsters suggested that or selected Joe Dirt Burberry. So, hold Joe. On, hold on, hold on. So, that's um, how many people actually voted? 20, uh, hang on. 101 votes. <laughs> that's garbage. Seriously, how many voted? Seven votes. <laughs> and technically. We have seven votes. Well, that's, technically, that's if massive. you want to get him up, I, I if think, you have a look there, have a look how many minutes are left on the poll. Four. Four minutes. Up. But we're not going to get this live out. No, we're not. So if so, you're listening um, live, which you're not, <laughs> get on. on board Twitter now. There's four minutes left. Um, I, don't th- I think it needs to have a minimum 10 votes to be valid. No. no. What, about, what about if you're able to show a photo 
of said player. Yeah, let's see it. We're just waiting for Will to scroll oh, through can, his um if you shut photos. up if you shut up, Worm, we can um we can cut this out later. Is that really him? This is your man. That there? No wonder he's is had- Joe Dirt Burberry. No one, Have a look at no it. He's got the pit vipers on. No wonder on. he's had 27 Joe, kicked on mate, him in we the can last get rid of weeks. that. We can get rid of that mainstream yellow can with a bit of rum in it out of your hand. There's a four-pack of Van Diemen Pale Ale coming your way, mate. Send us an email, Joe. Send us an email. Touch, uh, touch us. Touch us? Yep. Touch base get in with our, us. Get in our DMs. On the socials, at Way Out Wing. Uh Either that or get your Mount Pleasant mate, Sam Burrell, to um, suggest where to send that four-pack and we'll get it to you, mate. He's, he's following us as well. Rightio. So, that's last week. My man oh. got it. Who have you got this week for player well, of the week? I'm going um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to back up with another bloke that I reckon's kick 16 on Joe. <laughs> With the Bone Doctor. I mentioned him earlier. Scotty, so you're really denigrating my player of the week that's, man here. That's correct. I'm, I'm, um, I'm kicking him while he's up because I want to bring him back down. The Bone Doctor, Scotty Bone, he's kicked 16 for, uh, for Bothwell against Campbelltown in their absolute annihilation on the weekend. So, the Bone Doctor, you're my player of the week. Uh, well done. Get all your mates down there to uh, to get on Twitter and, and get voting so we can um, yeah get you that four-pack of Ragged Jack down your way, mate. Thoroughly deserved with 16. So That's let's not bad. Yeah, don't mind that. 16, 16 goals. That's What's the most you ever kicked in a game? 12 Actually, in three quarters. I knew the answer. You, 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 the the moment you yeah. asked that, you realised. You, you got moved to the back line in the last I think it came off. Or My came foot was sore. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, do you know, no word of a lie, do you know who that was against? Uh, Campbelltown? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it was dirt. He was there. T- t- uh, the t- there were two old blokes in defence on me. Was it, this was reserves, by This was right? reserves. Yeah. This was a comeback. I forget. I had a, a groin injury or something and came back, played the three quarters, kicked 12 by three-quarter time, but partway through the third quarter, there were two old blokes standing there in the goal square. And with Chris, Defen- but, Chris, defensive Chris Buswell had it on a string through the midfield. And he kicked it. He was about to kick it. And the t- one of the old blokes said to me, and I was standing between them, they said, if you go for this, we will hit you so hard in the back of their head. And before he'd even finished the sentence, I took off, straight between them, took the mark, went back, kicked the goal, walked back to the goal square, didn't say a word to them, amazingly. And they both looked at each other and then looked at me and goes, yeah, good one. We were only bluffing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Reserves. Love it. Rezzies. Right. So, who have you got, mate? Uh, Who's your player of the week? My player of the week. So, 16 goals is good. But I don't reckon you can beat 318 games. I knew you were going to throw this Record-breaking. Big Jiffy, Adam Jeffrey from La Trobe, broke the game's record uh, there. He's played – what's he played? 17 years. Well, I think he said 17 17 years. We'll find find out in the interview when we – he's coming up in a second. Mm. But Jiffy – Four flags. What a career. We didn't ask BNFs. Uh, No, we didn't. But we'll Jiffy, we'll 318 games, never had a soft tissue injury. That's phenomenal, isn't it? And we called him and he was just about falling asleep on the couch after a massive night last night after Latrobe's first win. Do you know he's been moved onto the wing? Normally you start on the wing and then you move down to a, so he's gone, a pocket, so he's, a flank. So he's been moved way out to the wing. Yeah, he started mid, inside mid uh, as a forward, started a forward. Inside mid and has now been pushed out onto the wing running with the young boys. So, he must be in good nick, I yeah. reckon. Jiffy. He's our man. Yeah. He's our man. All right. well, get a, hit get us up. at the, the poll will be up get on Twitter up. shortly. Uh, Big Jiffy versus the Bone Doctor. Come See on, how we go doctor. this week. Player of the Week. Bradley brought to you by Van Diemen Brewing. Well... It, uh, we, we have special guests every now and then and stuff, but we've got a very special one on the, wor- on the line, Worm, and not often do you speak to a 300-gamer. No. And a record-breaking one at that. But uh, Adam Jiffy Jeffries, mate, welcome to Way Out in the Wing, and congratulations on yesterday's historic achievement. Cheers, hey, boys. Thanks for having me. Mate, um, 318 games is a fair effort. I... I've done some um, some quick maths and I've worked out. Uh, I'm presuming you've played somewhere between 16 to 18 games a year. 
We're talking 17 years at uh, at the Latrobe Footy Club. That's a phenomenal effort. Do you remember your the year you started, your first game, going back all the, all that way? Uh, I remember the first year I started. I, to be honest, I don't actually remember my first game, which is which is weird. Um, but my memory shit out too. So um, yeah, what, well, I what, definitely what remember. Year, what year, year was that that you started playing at Latrobe? Uh, 2004. Yeah, come. We actually, me and Butchie come back from the Gold Coast. Um, yeah, he just rang me up and said, I'm going back to Tassie. And I thought, shit, you can't leave without me. So I'm come with you. So oh. actually, <laughs> so you, yeah, you, we left there. So. You would have played most of those games with Josh Holland, Dutchie Holland? Uh, yeah, yeah, when he when he was actually with us, if he wasn't Off, bloody other yeah. club leaving and going to other clubs. Yeah, well, he, he does he does get around a little bit, unlike your good self that's uh, tried and true. You are a one-club man, presumably? Oh, yeah, once, yeah, played a few games at uh, Labrador um, on the Gold Coast, but that was at the start of the career, and then, yeah, come home and, yeah, been at the tribe the whole time. I heard a, an interview earlier on in the week that said, you were looking to play a couple of games or a game up at Queenstown. Was that right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, that is right. I've, we play with one of the boys from, from down there, Newson. He, um, he's from Queenie. And, uh, and my old man actually played down there. And I just, yeah, I'm intrigued at how they go about it. I was, it'd be good to have one game on it, yeah. They've, but, um, uh, they've started the season pretty well, so I reckon they wouldn't mind... Uh, Having you down there, but um, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I probably don't play football like you, mate. I'm a bit more um, sitting out on the wings uh, back in my day, so I don't know if the gravel would be too too good for my game. But um, no, it'd be it'd be interesting to see. Have you watched a game there? Uh, no, I've, I've trained there a couple of times with them um, a couple of years ago, and yeah, running around on it was definitely different. The the bounce is pretty true, and um, but yeah, not sure how I'd go and in now, the deck. Now, Jiffy, you've won. Uh, you had four flags at Latrobe. Um, broke a big drought back in 2010 when you guys beat Alveston. Um, I think it was was over. It was almost 40 years, wasn't it? 30, 36, 37, 38 year yeah. drought from then, and then you went back to yeah. back 2011, and unfortunately lost in 2012. But got two more in 13 and 16. Which one of those was your was your most memorable, mate? Uh. Well, yeah, definitely the first, um, but it, it was probably more relief than anything. The uh, the, the sort of the pressure that uh, was put upon us by our spectators and that, I suppose, they weren't meaning to put it on you, but it was just the fact that they were saying, like, oh, we just need you to win it. We want you to win it. So it wasn't really about us when we won it. It was more about them. Um, so it was at that point, it was probably... We, it was probably more about the spectators at, at that point because, yeah, it was just a monkey off the back. So, um, and then I think the Penguin won. We, we won by three points, I think it was. Um, that was, yeah, it was, at, at times it could have went either way. And I think the footy was actually in the air going into their forward line um, when, uh, when the siren went. So, that that was probably a lucky one. So that that one sticks pretty pretty well as uh, pretty high up there. My memory's pretty. I haven't actually watched the videos of them yet, um, the tape. So um, what about yeah. what about reunion days? Have you had have you had a 2010 reunion last year? And um, nah. have you got one planned for 2011? Yeah, we got. Um, we didn't have one last year because of bloody COVID. Um, so they've they've organised one for the end of the year uh, this year. Um, so yeah, I mean, but that that group of guys, there's not too many that you don't see around the place. So there's a few boys that are that are away, but yeah, we talk. Social media makes it makes it pretty easy to talk to them boys. But yeah, can't wait to can't wait to have one and get us all back in the same room. Uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be pretty good. It sounds as though you're our type of man, Jiffy. He doesn't mind a celebration. Winning a premiership, we always love that. But the, the celebrations is what it's about. Now, you've just 
told us off air that you you're lying down on the couch uh, at the moment. Now is that <laughs> is that after the 318th game you pulled up a little sore, or maybe was it Latrobe's first win for uh, for the year, and you maybe tipped a few in last night? Yeah, there's a bit of there's a fair bit of catalyst there. We uh, we also had a ball, so um, yeah, between the three, I'm not I'm actually not sore at all, believe it or not, for an old man. Um, but yeah, definitely cut his mouth for Jack Daniels last night, and uh, so Jiffy. Had- yeah, no, definitely with celebration. Yes, mate, that's awesome. How, how old are you, Jiffy? When did you start at Latrobe? Um, thirty six. 36 now, turning so, 37 next yeah. month. So you're about 20 when you started back yeah, at the That's 19. And you've, uh, mate, there's a, there's a long list of fantastic players that have played played out of that club. So obviously the uh, games record holder that you've just um, just surpassed, Rod uh, Butler. Um, yeah, uh, he obviously sadly passed away, but you had a fair bit to do with him um, previously. Yeah, no, Rob was uh, a family friend. Um, we yeah, we used to do a bit outside of the footy club. We'd, we had an annual t- um, fishing trip. We used to go out the lakes with, and that. So he's uh, yeah, he's he's a pretty he's a pretty good man. He's uh, his character's yeah, it's unmatched. Um, he's uh, yeah, so a bit weird that I broke his his. His record, um, being that we are also good friends and so far apart as far as age goes. So yeah, Jiffy, yeah, the, uh, he was a top man. The uh, the eternal question is, how many more years have we got left in you? Uh, not many. Um, <laughs> I've got. Are we talking weeks rather than years? I reckon, Jiffy. Uh, yeah, I've got a young bloke, fifteen, so he's probably now. The one that I'll my uh, career will revolve around whether he's going to get a senior gig in the next year or so. so, um, so we'll you'd, see that with his, de- you'd with like, his development, I suppose. You'd like to play a game with him? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Awesome. It, um, awesome. it might uh, might break me though. I guess if someone was to give him a clip or something, I'd. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be much fun out there. Well, that'd be a good way to, to see off your career, then, mate. Looking after him on the field, but um, you know, you might might have a might have a year or two hiatus until he's uh, gets that game, and then it'll come back, mate. You never know. Yeah, well, that's fair. There's a possibility. That's for sure. Jiffy, mate, we'll uh, we'll let you go and rest up. Uh, no doubt you you got some massages or ice bars that you need to get yeah, into. Re- and re- Sunday bit, bit recovery. Of recovery session. We yeah. know we know it all too well. That's it. <laughs> mate, yeah. uh, uh, mate, very, thanks very, very much. Congratulations on the achievements. Yeah, a wonderful. Well You're obviously a, a heavily driven community man uh, in the Latrobe region and stuff. So it obviously speaks volumes of you and the club and stuff. So congratulations. Wonderful effort. I appreciate it, boys. Thanks very much. Reckon you've seen the worst footy conditions? Well, send us for a picture or a video, because we think Tassie's going to provide the goods. Uh, if you can call it that, on the worst playing conditions ever. If you're at the games early or in some rough stuff, use the hashtag WayOutWing so we can share your filthy football experience. Make sure you send us, tag us or like us, at WayOutWing. Come on, send through those snowy, muddy, cold, haily, wet... But just make sure you're having fun. What a, what a legend. Imagine playing 318 games no, and he still hasn't finished. There's no chance. And then playing with his 15-year-old son. There's no chance I could imagine playing 318 <laughs> games, let alone play 318 games. But I love the idea he wants to stick around and play with his uh, his young boys, oh. 15. So that's, um, that's awesome, something that they'll both remember for a long time. So... Yeah, good on him. Well done, Jiffy. Fantastic. Yeah, well done. Fantastic Unbelievable. effort to, Unbelievable. to play that many. And um, someone to follow now, Wilders, up there in that comp. I'm looking forward to seeing how Latrobe go for oh, the rest of the year. We, we might only be following for the year, and then he, you know, we might have to go out for his retirement game. No, I want to go play with him up at the um, the gravel pit. Over at the gravel? Yep. Around at the gravel? Yep. Mate, you would never play on that ground. You're right. 
The only good, thing, be good to watch. It's got a bike track around it. You could ride your bike around it, pop a mono. I've lost them. Woo! Do a Kim Curtis. Woo! Rightio, mate. Rightio. What about this week in footy? Round preview. Uh, TSL. Mm. Very juicy in the TSL. Very juicy. What have we got? 1v4 and 2v3. Yeah. 2v3 is Clarence and... Uh, North Honey. North Honey. yep. Where, where's, Clarence, that, where's that been? Clarence you, you versus me. Clarence head up the Midland Highway yeah, to meet the formidable North Honcesson at York Park. Yeah. You'd have to put North as favourites up here, I think. Mm, you'd have to. Yep. Clarence are in good form. They I are. don't like the kit they wore on the weekend. That the heritage kit, the Maroney one with oh, the that's with right. the V. That's no, history. I'm not a fan. I, I'm not. I'm not arguing with the history part. I just don't. It's just the colours don't sit with me. Okay, fair enough. They're colours that we don't want to put in our football jumper, the no, way out in the wing footy no, jumper. No, that's coming. That's coming soon as well. Uh, but yeah, one Limited v four. Lottie, look, they're coming off the bye. Uh, they hit an informed Tigers at the Twin Ovals. Ovals. Now that that could go either way. Look, really? Lonnie. Well, the Tigers are up and about, so it'll be an interesting one. Uh, and then finally, KG Five hosts or Glenorchy are there against Lauderdale in what on paper looks like a ripping matchup. So that's five v six, but I reckon that could be the closest game of the round. And that's that's my match of the round there. Nice. I like it. Well, I've got a, I've got a pretty good game uh, in the old boys as well with third, uh, second place Hutchins taking on St. Virgil's. Ooh, uh, more yeah, juicy. At, at Queenborough Oval, the little little Queenborough Oval there. It's about balls 130 metres long. Cricket balls and uh, footballs. At, oh, that hedge isn't there anymore, is it? Yeah, the hedge Used is to, still there. Yeah, the amount of sporting equipment that must be lodged in there. Well... I don't know if it'd be equipment, but there'd probably be a few kids that go missing in that in that hedge. Um, but no, that that'll be a ripping game. Hutchins are in good form, um, and St Virgil's obviously coming off their first loss of the week. On the weekend, we'll be um, we'll be back for a bit of vengeance. So that'll be interesting. I reckon Uni will um, trounce Richmond, but um, they'll get a good percentage, and it'll be a good game with uh, Dosa against OHA. So. Um, yeah, we'll see what see what happens there. But I'm I'm even I'm really excited about the following week with Swanee oh, the shipyard down. So the container depot. Yep. So now that's um, yeah that that'll be a good good round in the old boys. Uh, SFL. Look, my pick for SFL is at Anzac Park, two o'clock on Saturday. Uh, Lindisfarne at four on the ladder. Take on Huonville at two. Uh, they're second on the ladder. So two or four v two. I reckon that's the pick. But. Uh, there's a top-of-the-table clash in the uh, SFL, women's SFL. Division 3, Hutchins taking on St. Virgil's. Ooh. So, a bit of a grudge match there. I'm not sure if there's that much history in the in the women's how, component, how but the clubs gr- have definitely got no, history. How great is it with women's footy that you've got two clubs, especially Hutchins, predominantly known as... As, the, as the old boys, yeah, absolutely. As uh, interestingly, you know, I checked the logo out. It's still the Hutchins old boys still carries through the logo for the women. Okay, which but, I thought was interesting. Yeah, but I, I reckon it's great that they've got you know. There's the numbers in there that you can get two old school teams like Hutchins and um, St Virgil's bringing out the girls' side, and obviously they're they're very competitive. So yeah, looking forward to seeing. That's the, it. Uh, that's the ten o'clock there. at Queenborough as well. Get there. So that's, that's the that's the top of the table clash in Division Three. Yep. Get there. Um, in the NTFA uh, Premier Division, wow, this is juicy. Two on the ladder versus one on the ladder. Yeah. South Launceston versus Longford awesome. at Youngtown. Now yeah. that that's going to be a ripper. I just I hope all of these going. I hope we even though we've harped on about bad weather. I hope all of this is in weather like we've had this weekend. Just stunning, windless football. Windless, not windless. Um, I just hope it's all held in good conditions. Uh, and then we've got 4v3 as Deloraine hosts Bracknell with the Bracknell uh, coached prawn kicking four on the weekend. So whether or not he can get up and about. Yeah, I'm actually surprised with Bracknell. I thought they'd be a little bit higher on the ladder there. So um, There's the challenge for you, Corey. Yep. No, that's uh, that's good. couple of juicy games, as you say, Will. Well, in Div 2, um, the game of the round is going to be St. Pat's uh, fifth against Lilydale. Who are sitting on top? Um, I think the other games are pretty much going to be one-sided at the top, at the pointy end of the um, of the ladder. Although Perth are playing Bridport, and if Bridport win that, and St Pat's St Pat's lose to Illy, uh, to Lilydale, they'll only be one game short of St Pat's in the five, even though I've called it that 
um, the five is set in that competition. Are you um, eroding your own argument? No, no, no. I just, thought that's what I'm here for. I'm giving you a little bit there, but it still won't happen. Um, so yeah, that'll be that'll be a good game. And then East Coast playing Meander down at home, they should get a a win, a good win there. And um, yeah, it's pretty tight that competition. Lilydale, yeah, twenty eight points. And then you've got Scotch, East Coast, and OLs all on twenty four. So it's really really good to see in the women's uh, competition match of the round. Um, will be on the Friday night out at Scottsdale. The Magpies, um, coached beautifully out there by Cable Hall. Uh, great guy and a really good coach. Uh, he's taking on the latter leaders, Launceston. So that'll be a, an absolute ripper of a game, I reckon, out there. Um, another good game expected on Friday night will be OLs hosting Old Scotch at Invermay Park. So uh, if you want to go see some... Some good local footy on a Friday night. Hopefully, again, the weather's okay. But, um, yeah, in town, you've got OLs and Old Scotch and the girls and uh, out get at along. Scottsdale. Friday yeah, night, get absolutely. along. It's awesome. I'll be there uh, to watch. I wonder if that one of OLs, Tom Harrison, let us know if they're going to be fire pits there. Oh, yeah, we love a fire pit, Tom. Love so. Fire pit. Fire pits on a Friday night at the footy. Yep, that's what we like to see. Uh, NWFL, guess what? Another top of the table clash. Oh, you're finding them here. Mate, we got, this is brilliant. Uh, win your cats. Playing at home against Devonport. So that's something to look out for. Nice. I like that. We'll make the NWFA. Uh, again, we've, we've gone one-sided. through that. Pretty one-sided, although um, first V... When's a, when's a top of the table clash well, there? 1v3, um, yeah. which isn't too bad. Yep. Fourth taking on uh, Wesley Vale. So they're going to head out to Wesley Vale, out to Pipers Park, and uh, take on the Kangaroos out there. So that'll be interesting to see how they... Um, how they go, but I reckon fourth will probably get the chocolates, but it should be a good game. Circular Head Football Association. You wouldn't read about it. Top of the table. Top clash. of the table clash. We got Scotchtown hosting. Scotchtown are second on the ladder, hosting Red Par, who are first. Get along to Smithton at two o'clock. Top of the table. That it's just there's dime a dozen these top of the table. I hope it continues for the rest of the year. Yeah, well, you're not gonna believe it. I've got a top of the yeah. table clash team. In the women's, Northwest Football League. In the girls, uh, Alveston, the Robins, they'll be travelling uh, out to Dial Sports Complex at Penguin to take on the two Blues. So Alveston sitting on top. Haven't lost a game yet. Penguin have lost a couple. But, um, yeah, that should hopefully be a nice close contest. There, we love so. a tot. We love a tot. Absolute. Top of the, of the table. Yeah, good. Very clever. Uh, and then finally, we've got a big double header in the ODFA. Both games uh, at Bothwell. Um, I'm pretty sure they're at Bothwell. I didn't actually check that. I'm like, Worm, can you just pull up the ODFA for me? Yeah, here we go. If your internet was a bit quicker out here. Um, at Bothwell. At Bothwell. So Taking on right. Tribunner. Yeah, so yep. we got Bothwell at three versus Tribunner at one. They're one on the ladder. And then the earlier game, Campania versus Campbelltown. At 11.30. So, doubleheader at Bothell. See, Joe, mate, let's get single figures kicked on us this week. Yeah, we're, in, we're in your camp, <laughs> Dirt. Can we, can we hear from Joe? Joe, can I you reckon... get, in, get in contact with us, mate? We want to well, we f- hear from you. We've got to send you a four-pack of Van Diemen Pale Ale. So, we might as well, you might as well give us a buzz and uh, we want to chat to you. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And then in the uh, Darwin Football Association, Wildus... Um, Nothing really to, to write home about in regards to um, top of the table clash. Um, Tots. Queenstown, although 1v3, so that's not too bad. Queenstown An almost tight. Yola. Um, so that's, uh, that'd be good. Yola, Yola, actually, no, Yola are fifth. I thought it was the Yeoman, but um, yeah, they're fifth. So that'll probably be a yeah. convincing win to them as well. So Good round of football mm. around the state. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Good round of footy. Make sure goes. you get to a game. Jeez, we're heading to the middle of the year. I reckon there's a few bye weekends coming up. Wouldn't be surprised if a few players are heading to the beach or maybe even the bush post-game for a bye weekend. Well, tell you what, make sure you're packing your esky full with some Van Diemen Brewing beer. Locally owned, locally operated and 100% Tasmanian owned and independent. In fact, I'm pretty sure most of the profits go back into this high-quality production podcast. Do us a favour, make sure you ask for it at your local watering hole, bottle shop, next time you visit, make sure you're packing in your esky post-game. 
Van Diemen might not support the leagues that you play in, but we fully endorse and support every player in the state. And I tell you what, we'll raise a beer to that. Cheers. So we're into time on, which probably means this is this is a bit like junk time. But oh, hold uh, on, love junk time. Yeah, junk time. Well, we can't do junk time just yet. But time on, okay. So I don't know whether you remember. Just cast your cast your memory back to twelve months ago to this day. Yep. If I said that to you, do you know what we were doing twelve months ago on this day? Oh, right now? Uh, uh, no, not right now. Well, you're, you're on your phone looking back yeah, at no. photos so, from this time. No, so for, Okay, so 12 months ago... We were talking about this podcast. We were very much talking ago. about this, this podcast. But 12 months ago, we helped a good friend, Andrew Palmer. Oh, yes. Raise, I think it was around For, 25... No, no, no. 40-something. Oh, 40, 40 grand. Yeah. He danced the cha-cha-cha mm. for 24 hours almost nonstop. Oh, no, he did it nonstop. He... he did a little wiggle when he couldn't move after at about now, 22 hours. Just to clarify, look, we didn't do the dancing for 24 hours. No. For some God-given reason, we, it was decided that we'd roll in at 5 a.m. to provide some morale. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think... I don't know what morale we were doing because that's a bit 30, of a nightmare. 35,000, I think. 35,000. Yeah. Um, awesome. No, no, no. Now, sorry, you- sorry I'm, I'm wrong. I should have stuck to 42. $42,070, Andrew, raised. Fantastic effort. But here we go. Here's our manoeuvres. So we're going to... We'll throw this up. This was very, very... This was... 23 people looking at it. This was, uh, this was dancing history. We threw in the dove motion. Triple. Triple dove. The first time that manoeuvres... Ever been done in the world? Followed it up with a crazy dove. Now we're going to throw that. That footage is going to go up on social media. The triple dove. We pulled out a dance manoeuvre at about 20 past five in the morning. Fair to say Palmer wasn't that thrilled with it. He was in the background. He He was in the background. He couldn't move. I don't think Lily knew what was going on either. (laughs) Now, I I learned something during the week. I learned something during the week. Did you know that dancing helps your manoeuvres on the footy field? Yeah, I, did. I knew that. Yeah, so Absolutely. light, light feet. Yep. Um, what's it called? Nimble. James Hurd was a ballet dancer. Was did he do it when during football? No, I think when he was a young kid, he he started ballet dancing. Look, I did it for the last two years of my career. Did dance? Um, Palmer took me through it. Right. Did dancing lessons. Okay. Very, very good. Palmer as a coach. Very, very bad. My dancing manoeuvres. So I what, just wasn't gifted. So it was actually you, not Andrew. That was uh, at fault with the the dancing that you oh, 100%. provide. Right. percent. Palmer's brilliant. Right. Palmer's brilliant. He and I would recommend it to all players, not only for on-field results, but also for off-field results. Joe Dirt Burberry, I reckon, mate, if you get some dancing lessons, bang, no goals kicked against you. Yeah? Look, we've thrown it up on social media and uh, you too can witness dancing greatness with the manoeuvre of the triple dove. Will. Yes, Will. Do you mind if I give you some honest feedback? I'd like to say no, but I'm going to say yes. Have you put on some weight? Isn't that noticeable? I feel heavy on my feet. It's... Since... I think it's just since footy finished, I've stopped doing dancing lessons with Palmer. Why did you stop? I don't know. I mean, I was light on my feet. I was taking hangers. I was moving across the ground. I wasn't injured. And it's, I mean, that was before I even looked into what he can do. He does adult classes, ballroom, contemporary, ballet. He does everything. He's amazing. He's a magician. Look, I really think that I need to go back there. Get into some... Latin American, some fitness. They offer everything from beginners to intermediates. Andrew Palmer's Dance Studios is the best. Palmer's Dance Studio.com.au. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, mate, I've got to go back. I've got to lose this. I've got to get back to game fitness. I reckon Palmer's the one to do it. Wilders, that's it for another episode, episode number two. Uh, loved talking to Jiffy. What a gun, Jiffy. Again, we've said it throughout. Congratulations. Good luck to the boys for Player of the Week. Oh, yeah. I reckon, I reckon that's going to be a clear winner there. But anyway, and just Bones a, might, be, might be a sneaky Bones chance. Doctor. Might be a sneaky chance. Mm, I reckon Jiffy's got it. Make sure you vote up on the Twitter poll. It's up now. Way out wing, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Just a reminder that all the footy parents, the dedication to this episode, yeah. to all you mums and dads... That get or grandparents, carers, Anyone. brothers, sisters, get yep. it out there, mate. You're tough getting it out there. Make sure you get out this weekend and go and enjoy some local footy. Enjoy your week. <laughs> <laughs>